like all of us working on this together. I don't know who all of us is. Who is we? Because I'm just there for the eating. Me and the mouse in my pocket. Oh, I will literally set this whole fi- fucking house Here, I'll show you. Hold on. Like, oh, don't you dare. Aaron, I swear. <laughs> I'll leave. I'm saving it this whole episode. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> you would do some shit like that, though. I totally would. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> dare don't you dare oh i thought you were gonna go right into bare naked ladies this isn't that kind of podcast oh my god (laughs) we're explicit for language not for sexual content so done (laughs) and this podcast episode is over it was great thanks for listening uh it's been like a couple months since we've recorded an episode uh the last one was kind of a bummer uh a lot of grief talk and oh, right. That's what we talked about yeah, on the last one. <laughs> right? And then we were oh. like, simmer on this shit. Oh, apparently next week, Wednesday, is fucking December. Next week. Yeah, right? I'm making a face. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, they don't I, know. Oh, I know. You know, but they don't know. <laughs> you don't I know. could close my eyes and I could feel you making a fucking face. So I'm sure they get it. Mm. <laughs> Um, yeah, time. Uh, we actually hosted Thanksgiving for yeah. the second time, but the first time. Successful time. time. <laughs> the first successful time, yes. And also uh, the first time, I think, like all together. Mm-hmm. Your parents were here, which was a first for us yeah. entirely. And my brother. And my, uh, yeah, and your my brother. Sisters. That's right. But it wasn't your sister's first time visiting. No, it was her, yeah, it was her yeah. second time. So she was here the um, last time that we hosted Thanksgiving, but we also didn't have all the kids right yeah so, so this is our first like big holiday all together all the kids my parents mm-hmm. my brother which is the first time coming up here ever ever my sister who's been up here once or twice before uh-huh. and then um our friend john and his girlfriend abby's partner oh right yeah abby's Jesus. boyfriend yeah literally Sorry. upstairs i was oh well, i was thinking them the same, the same. Yeah, wow they were both here last time wow Um, But yeah, all of the kids and that is um, that was a big deal because, Mm -hmm. you know, I this is that that was our first holiday, Mm -hmm. like all of us um, like this. The funny thing is that um, that the level of din, like the the level of noise Mm -hmm. that was carrying, that was roughly normal for what my Thanksgivings have been with my family. I, I think the only thing that was maybe different was that the indoors was just very very warm mm-hmm. um so a lot of people took took space outside on the porch yeah um but like yeah that was the <laughs> nothing nothing out of the ordinary for my family with that that's cool <laughs> um yeah i it was entirely out of the ordinary for me I am not a big Thanksgiving person. One, mm-hmm. I think that celebrating genocidal holidays is kind of not my bag. And I definitely have never used this as any kind of excuse to hang out with my family because for the love of God, please leave <laughs> me the fuck alone. Um, and, you know, that was that was a very interesting thing. Mm-hmm. I can't say that I enjoyed every single part of it, but it was successful. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you know, one of the big things for me was like the last Thanksgiving that we had and we hosted was a disaster. Um, for me, emotionally, it was pretty fucking terrible. Um, and I don't Thanksgiving well because it is kind of one of those like traumatizing holidays for me. Um, and the last time we hosted it kind of just was like, oh, well, yeah, duh, that's just what Thanksgiving is. It's just going to be trauma. We just keep doing the same stupid shit all over again so mm -hmm. that, you know, we see how that goes. Um, and so I was really like, at some point I was dreading it like beyond measure. I mm -hmm. was really, really, really nervous. And then, um, then I like chilled out because I was like, listen, like, you know, here we are, like everything will be fine. Um... And then you gave me a reason to worry, and then I was dreading it again. <laughs> um, I, I think that my the reason, the in broad strokes, the reason is it's a lot of different people. It's like it's my parents. I didn't know my brother was coming till the day before, <laughs> um, which is great. I was very happy to see him, um, but it turns out that like I had exactly fourteen plates and exactly. 14 chairs yeah and he was number 15 and great. so like <laughs> we, thankfully my mom brought some extra plates and some extra chairs so we yeah. were fine um but like it was just a bunch of different people and then also having all the kids there and everything and then just like all this stuff and i was just i guess i think i was just worried and in hindsight maybe unnecessarily because it went really well it did um i was just worried that like all the different personalities would clash or okay something. listen he is like beating around the bush yeah okay aaron is a white guy his parents are older white people and we live in 2021 yeah. my kids are foul-mouthed monsters <laughs> and um i'm okay with that mostly you know sometimes i need them to tone it down because my god it drives me nuts but they come <laughs> by it honestly okay um and you know we i we, have strong wait, opinions i just want to put a pin in we should do an episode about like language and communication and stuff because i think there's a whole lot of stuff we can dive into on that topic oh yeah yeah okay just for future we'll put it on the project board yeah. okay cool <laughs> um so you know it was you know we're we have friends who cover gender binary spectrums all over the place all cover sexuality spectrums you mm -hmm. know and like Aaron was really worried about there being some conflict around that. Not conflict, like, like not conflict, yeah. like somebody being like, well, I disagree with your lifestyle, but yeah. maybe not being up on like current terminology. I, I, I think that it's, if you're, if you're familiar with this, the, like the work, capital T, capital W. Yeah. And these kinds of circles, like you're, you've probably heard impact versus intent. Right. Where like, maybe you don't mean for something to be hurtful, but it's like unintentionally hurtful. And if, if you're not fluent in, or if you're not comfortable or familiar with different kinds of folks, mm -hmm. sometimes you can do or say things that could be hurtful. And my, my parents are very like, they're very nice people and they try to be, you know, good folks and everything. Um, and I, I was just worried that, um, that they might have an unintentional impact. Right. And I didn't want to put my friends or other like family mm -hmm. into a situation where they might like 
be unintentionally harmed or something. Right. Um, um, and or have it just have a bad time, you know, but like through nobody's like in, nobody intending to try to be a jerk. Right. Just having it turn out that way. But because that was a worry, mm-hmm. your initial reaction was let's just not invite anybody else. <laughs> like let right. like these black folks in my house are enough. Like that's enough challenge okay, look, for one dinner. That's not what I said. <laughs> Point taken. But that's not what I said. Um <laughs> And for me, that didn't work because, one, because we did have, you know, like not going or I'm not going to go like full in depth, but we did have an incident with um, members of your family or a member of your family that, you know, was not like somebody I was meeting for like the first time Mm -hmm. in like their space and stuff. And there was some unintentional harm and it was not great. Like I'm still processing that shit. Because it was an actual situation like that, you know, mm-hmm. where this nice white person. And that's what I, that's what right. I was concerned about. So, that's, and honestly, but, that was, that was the reason why I had. But yeah. because we don't always, especially in, you know, these areas specifically have a good track record of mm-hmm. you protecting my emotional safety. Sure. I was like, no, there's no way that I can make space for these people in my mm-hmm. home also tell my kids that they need to tone down their language and be on their best behavior to impress people that nobody, you know, like they don't have to impress ever. (laughs) And then to not have your like backing for sure, not to know 100% that I would have you being on my side and Mm -hmm. at my, you know, on my team. Right. And then we couldn't have our friends there. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you're out of your fucking mind. Like, I will walk the hell out of here right now. Um, but we did talk about it. And I was like, just talk to people. Like, have this conversation. Just mm-hmm. do that, you know. Um, and it was fine. Like, mm-hmm. it was really, really great. I, the you food, know. Hold on. Just going sidestepping momentarily. Yeah. The food was excellent. The only problem was we made too much. Which sounds like a humble brag, but like we probably could have put in two thirds the effort and made like half the food and I, it would have been plenty. Maybe, right? Yeah. But I had greens for breakfast because I'm not going to lie. That was, the, <laughs> that was the part I was looking forward to the most. Um, I had greens for breakfast and I had them again for dinner. And I feel like that's great. We still have. <laughs> I don't think we have a whole lot of leftovers. We have a full pan of the cardamom carrots. Mm. We have a full pan of couscous stuffing because I forgot to take them out of the warming drawer oh, yeah. when everybody made their first pass and so nobody saw them at all. Right. Um, and then the potatoes and macaroni and cheese were finished off today. The turkey is in a There's small container. There's very little, yeah. yeah. Um, I did make turkey stock for the first time. I boiled the carcass in a giant stock pot. Mm-hmm. Using it for its named purpose, even <laughs> um, for several hours, and then I, I like decanted it off into some like freezer bags, and they are in my freezer, looking like giant urine samples. But they it tastes delicious. It just tastes nothing like urine. It just yeah looks like it. Flavored ice pack is what we've decided that <laughs> right. they are. Because yeah. if you keep saying pee, I won't yeah. eat whatever you make with that. Um, the, <laughs> the greens were finished off. I think we oh, have yeah. one pan out of two of sweet potatoes. It's like maybe two-thirds left of yeah. it. Um, the rolls are all gone. The cornbread's all gone. Um, 
the arroz con gandules that oh, I made. Oh, those finished the day were, of. Yeah, they, yeah, those were gone yesterday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, there's some pomegranate salad left still. Oh, no, there is not. Oh, did it get finished uh, off? Yep, sure okay. did. Cool, that's <laughs> Um There's still like a few cups of gravy left. Um, I saved all the remaining turkey drippings. I don't know if we can make it into gravy or not, but I we have we have quite a bit left. It's not an unbearable amount, and I'm certainly not lamenting that we have so much food left. But no. but I mean we could have we could have made a little bit less. I don't know. I disagree. I but I mean <laughs> that said, like I would rather have um, too much than not enough, yeah. especially at something like Thanksgiving. It went fine. The food was amazing. <clears throat> Everybody was in good spirits. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a whole lot of you know fussing or whatever the kids and i talked about the american prison system at the kids <laughs> table and taxes and economics and housing and it hey, was you fantastic the wrong table. i really did i picked the kids table because i thought they were going to talk about dumb shit and i was like that's the table i want to sit at and then <laughs> you thought it's going to be like yeah pokemon yeah and i'm like listen let's talk memes. you want to talk about animal crossing <laughs> please let's do that i need some tips um but no these kids started talking about like important stuff and i was like yo i picked the wrong table (laughs) like i full ass regret but you know we did end up having like really good conversations Mm -hmm. and i always love talking to all of our kids because they're just so ridiculous and so insightful and like (laughs) i just absolutely adore it and yesterday was no exception like we just had a really good time just laughing and just enjoying each other's space and company um and i felt like it wasn't a bad time overall like Mm -hmm. it was like 98 percent good i would agree with that yeah i i think oh i'm really happy with we arranged the tables and i got we got some tablecloths yeah um, (laughs) which we did not have prior to this (laughs) no we got them for this event yeah um and like the room like everybody there was adequate seating Mm -hmm. and um, it didn't feel crowded or really anything more than enough drinks um there was like sufficient booze. I bought some local bottles of wine. Yeah, oh, and um, it was really good. The yeah, the it was like a, a it was an Ithaca, Ithaca vineyard, and then a couple that were pretty close by. Yeah, there's um, um I don't know which one the Swedish Hill is, but that one is yeah. my favorite in like yeah. a million different ridiculous ways. <laughs> I like to get that one just <laughs> for for joke reasons. Uh, I I I like that vineyard though. The, it's yeah, really I've, good. I've Everything we've it. had. We should go to the vineyard sometime. Okay. Like, yeah, they have like a tasting room and everything. Um, it's really neat. I've never done any kind of wine tasting because okay. I've we'll never do that. been a wine person. We'll do that this summer. Um, it's neat. It's a cool vineyard. Cool. So the, the topic for this episode, we're talking about kind of like the holidays of this quarter of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and in particular, like Christmas and Christmas music. And then I guess also Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to say about Thanksgiving – uh, I really don't give a fuck about like the holiday history. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, it's some like communist bullshit, um, literally. But what I like about Thanksgiving is growing up. Thanksgiving was one of two times of the year when we would go to my family's house and I would get to see a bunch of family members that I haven't seen since the previous year. Right. Often. Um. And, you know, it would be, like, a whole lot of food. And it was just one of those times where, like, you go to family house, to a family's house, and 
you don't have to worry about anything. Like your food's taken care of. You can just like relax and enjoy yourself mm -hmm. and like just chill out. If you want to take a nap, you can take a nap. If you want to like talk to people, you can talk to people. Um, and the food and everything is taken care of and it's always yeah. delicious. Like that's what Thanksgiving means to me. And like it's basically nominally Thanksgiving only. It's just name. Yeah. Um, I've been calling it like the the family food gathering <laughs> or like i mean even like harvest dinner or something would also work we did the collard greens were from the garden yes um the garlic i believe was from the garden yes I, it they're, was. they're all mixed together so i'm not sure which ones we used i'm pretty sure we used the ones from the garden okay um i think that was the only things we used from the garden but like i mean some of it was literally from that we grew and i thought that was pretty neat yeah um my mom brought uh some pies i think one of them was a blueberry pie and those would have been blueberries from her like blueberry patch yeah um so that was neat but like that's that's literally all thanksgiving is for me so it's like the traditions and everything and i have different traditions um mm. you know my mom was predominantly a single mom and so uh mm. you know she kind of ran shit in the kitchen and uh, it was a lot of singing and a lot of shooing us out of the way, and oh, yeah. that was kind of how it went. Um, so, yeah. yeah, there was a lot of, like, you know, feeling like the food's going to be great. We're going to eat at, like, 2 p.m. because my mom got up at 5, mm -hmm. start making a giant-ass turkey. Um, and I think we ate at, like, 4, right? I think so, yeah, yeah, something like that. We're um, aiming for 3. We were. Yeah. We were a little late, but, I mean, it wasn't a bad thing. Yeah. Um, and... You know, so my my holidays were music and, mm -hmm. you know, really like like jubilation in mm -hmm. a sense, because like it was the last holiday before my mom kind of broke down. Mm -hmm. um, and so it was like the last time for a while where we would have some semblance of just joy, depending mm -hmm. on what was going on around the year. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and. So I don't have, you know, we didn't go to families' houses that often for Thanksgiving and not a whole lot of people would come to our place and my mom didn't have friends and or a lot of friends and, you know, so like there wasn't this gathering. It was mm -hmm. usually just us. Um, and like it wasn't always like a good time. It would start out that way and then it might devolve into something else where right. it was like, you know, insulting or somebody got into an argument, the two adults in the house or whatever. <laughs> um, and like, you know, it just wasn't always great. Um, but then like, you know, I don't think I knew like the actual origin of Thanksgiving until like somewhere in my fucking 20s. Mm -hmm. And so I think one of the things that I'm learning now as we really start, I mean, we always knew that atrocities have been committed against indigenous peoples and their land for mm -hmm. eons. We've known that before we even knew like the origin story of Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. um, but as we uncover more and more of these mm -hmm. atrocities, I more and more want to not celebrate Thanksgiving, period. Mm -hmm. Like I don't even, I don't want to rebrand it. I don't want to say things like, oh, well, you know, we're using this time as a time to gather. And that's what I've been saying is like, mm -hmm. we're not celebrating Thanksgiving, but like that's it's not it's it's not the same as just not doing it. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm at the point now where like I don't want to do it. Like mm-hmm. I just don't want to participate in this tradition like at all anymore mm-hmm. because it's fucked up. Like you can you we like the thing we did with Columbus Day, right? Yeah. There's still like on my calendar, it's still Columbus Day some places and it's, you know, Indigenous Peoples Day elsewhere or whatever, you know, depending on your locale, um, it could be either or both. Mm -hmm. Um, And like we haven't gotten there with Thanksgiving to a point where like it still feels okay. Mm -hmm. Um to do that and it's kind of shitty because like you know we don't have a lot of break time yeah like work wise or kid vacation time and so it's like when do we get to do this getting a thursday off and then today is friday yeah and it feels like a sunday we got both days tomorrow off yeah i know yeah and Uh, so yeah yeah. i'm struggling with that a lot this year it's Mm -hmm. feeling like you know i'm just making excuses and ultimately like you know we don't sit there and give thanks at a table or whatever but you know it's not like we started off dinner with a land acknowledgement either you know and we could have done that i guess we could have yeah i i did i mean i did say thanks but like my my thanks were for like i felt great gratitude for my family that drove out to see us and the people who chose to be with us and mm-hmm. share that with us and share the food with us. And that is important. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and that's really like, that's what it means to me. Like that's, that's what I really truly am grateful for. Um, you know, having this house for a little over two years now. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time we've had this many people in it. at Yes. Once. Yeah. And it was, and it was really great. <laughs> I, I like all the like lockdown. I'm just like, you know, like looking at sectional couches and I'm like, when am I ever going to have people over again? Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. That was a big deal. Oh. But um, all the space and no one to visit. Yeah. So, you know, I'm feeling a way about it. Like next year, if we do Thanksgiving, which, mm-hmm. I, you know, we probably will. Because, again, it's not like somebody's going to say, hey, you know, just pick a random weekend in November and just take mm-hmm. that shit off. It's cool. Yeah. You know, like it is scheduled on Thanksgiving week. Right. Um, I, in a way, I think that Thanksgiving has kind of become um, I, I know that like Thanksgiving is not implicitly a religious holiday, but in the same way that Christmas is kind of secular, like you don't have to observe the Christian traditions mm-hmm. in order to observe Christmas. You can do the tree, you can do the presents, you right. can do the Santa, et cetera. Yes. Um, Thanksgiving's kind of the same way. You don't have to like be all like yay pilgrims um, <laughs> to, and like to have a turkey and to have people who sit around a table together. Heard, but yeah. you know, like. No, but I, I get where you you're get coming where from. I, yeah. No, I get it. I'm and just saying where... that like there's kind of like it's been the, the, the likelihood of the government saying like okay this federal holiday that we've been recognizing for however many decades mm-hmm. like like we're not we're going to do something different now that's never going to happen no no so we're always going to have some kind of holiday in the th- on the third thursday of november but like also the more <laughs> that we keep participating in it and feeding that consumerism mm-hmm. the more likely it is that it won't change Sure. So, like, you know, if we keep feeding the beast, it's obviously going to keep coming back for more. And mm-hmm. that's the thing that I struggle with a little bit is like, OK, so like maybe next time. Right. Maybe next time we just do like shit that we grew and I guess a turkey. I don't know. Because I'm you know, not or like something like some sort of challenge where we're not feeding into this giant Thanksgiving. monster. You know, what would be cool is to 
like go out of our way to only locally source all the stuff that we're serving up. Yeah. At least entree wise. I mean, things like table salt and stuff, whatever. Like right, that's going right. to be <laughs> like, I'm not buying locally sourced table salt. That would be ridiculous. Actually, but I kind of want to do that now. I don't know if they have locally okay, sourced well, table salt. Okay, well, I'm going to find out. <sighs> okay. Well, <laughs> I'm sure there is a local farm that sells turkeys or something. And they might cost twice as much or something. But I would be okay with saying, like, we would like a turkey from you. Yeah. And then it's locally sourced. And then at least the money that we're putting into the holiday is not becoming, like, a line item on some Excel spreadsheet. We're not buying it from Target. And maybe, I mean, that doesn't change the fact that we're still, you know, doing Thanksgiving because Mm -hmm. that's the day that they picked. Um, But, like... It would be, I don't know if it would be slightly better, but it would be something, you know, mm-hmm. um, like a, a pittance, a drop in the bucket mm-hmm. of like decolonizing, mm-hmm. um, especially given where we live. We are like, there are plenty of indigenous BIPOC, you mm-hmm. know, like run farms and yeah. lands that we could probably like actually get these things yeah. from. Um, and that would be kind of cool. Actually, I don't hate that idea. I also would still like to have a chicken wings given giving (laughs) wings giving. Was that what it was? Where everybody just brings a bunch of different fucking chicken wings. That's my shit right there. I'm I'm down for that. Go for that. And I I never said you were invited. That's cool. That's cool. I'll go do something else. You will. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I think that's actually a really good segue into the other thing. This is sort of like the topic that we really wanted this to be about, um, which is. All right, so I have to provide a little background first. Um, so Monique is, when does Christmas start for you? When Christmas. Does, when does, sorry, when does the Christmas season begin for you? Christmas season begins after the kids trick-or-treat on October 31st. Right, okay. <laughs> so I'm certain that you, if you are not, of the same mindset as she is, you know, you probably know someone who is. It's a pretty common thing. Yeah. I don't think that you are weird for being. I don't care you. if you do. I'm not. <laughs> I know you don't care. I'm just saying, like, I know this isn't like an anomaly. There right. are many people who share your view. Yeah. I work with some of them. Yes. Um, Those are my, my people. If you're listening, I love you. <laughs> I I am of the opinion. I I don't have a, a specific day. Like it's not like okay, today is that I begin starting celebrating Christmas. Mm-hmm. I was trying to describe it to my sister this morning. Um, when I was growing up, we would have, you know, Halloween. And then, like, in, then there'd be, like, the weeks leading up to Thanksgiving. And it wasn't, like, like, ooh, Thanksgiving. Like, right. you know, it wasn't, like, <laughs> we're getting super stoked about it. The school, like, we would get, like, little coloring sheets of, like, turkeys and stuff. Or there'd be, like, some arts and crafts that would be turkey-related or cornucopia related whatever like there'd be some history discussion there would be something topical about that yes that whole thing um but it would you know it would happen there would be in in the meantime though between october 31st and the third thursday of november there would just be kind of a general experiencing of the autumn season Mm -hmm. and the the changing of the leaves we live in the northeast where we are very fortunate to be able to see deciduous leaves change colors as the chlorophyll leaves the leaf flesh and they become like beautiful oranges and reds. 
I got to tell you, that was the least sexy description of the leaves changing color in autumn I've <laughs> I did, ever heard. <laughs> when I was in college in Ochem, we had a lab that was like trying to determine exactly what it is that makes leaves change color. And uh-huh. it is the chlorophyll weaving mm-hmm. the leaf uh, material, fiber. Anyways, um, there was just like the season would kind of like temperature would slowly decline there was like more like blustery winds maybe some rain and the leaves would change color and then they would fall off the trees and it was Mm -hmm. just like kind of a gradual thing and then thanksgiving happens right and and then after thanksgiving and then everybody's like you know the the turkey coma lasts a week (laughs) oh my god (laughs) it felt like that sometimes (laughs) but like we wouldn't have there was no Black Friday doorbuster sales when right. I was a little kid. We're talking like eighties, early nineties here. Mm-hmm. It was just the day after Thanksgiving. Sometimes maybe you go see a movie or something, but like it's just a normal day otherwise. Um, hanging out with your family, having a day off, getting to chill out. You're definitely out of school. Yeah. Um, but then like the three and a half, four weeks leading up to Christmas Day. It would it would be like kind of a slow build. It would the first week into December, there would kind of be like a wink and a nod on the radio. Mm-hmm. Like every once in a while, they would like they would spin a like a radio like a Christmas song or something like a real classic one. Mariah Carey hadn't yet released. I know her that seminal hit, but yeah. but there would be something. It would be like uh, you know Grandma got run over by a reindeer, or maybe something more like Jingle Bell Rock or something. Yeah. And it would, and the, the DJ would be like, "Oh, it's coming around the corner, guys!" Right. And it was kind of a joke. But then, like the second week of December, it's more. There, mm-hmm. there's like, you start seeing like snowy things being decorating in the stores. Um, Christmas sales would be going around. Mm-hmm. Actually, that that would probably start in the first week of December. Would be like the Christmas sale flyers and stuff, because that's when people would really start buying gifts. Um, but, but it wouldn't, the, the radios, uh, the, uh, sorry, the, the music that's played at the mall wouldn't go full Christmas until like the second or third week in December. Okay. And, and then the week before Christmas, like the last week of school, like the last real week of school mm-hmm. when you have your, your end of quarter tests and everything. Yeah. Um, there would be so much anticipation that week. Yeah. Because we all know what next week is. Right. <laughs> and there's just like Christmas music everywhere. That's when they would play like Frosty the Snowman, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, um, all of the different TV specials, Charlie Brown's Christmas, etc. Yeah. They would all be on TV like different days. You know, it's like, oh, what day, what day is Charlie Brown's Christmas this year? Mm-hmm. What day is Mickey Mouse Christmas Carol this year? Mm-hmm. And you'd have to look at the TV guide to figure out when it was. Oh, my God. I remember TV guides. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> so it was – it had its own process. It had space. Everyone kind of, like, settled into it. Mm-hmm. And then it was, like, you know, a huge deal. And it was a big celebration. And honestly, like, truly, it's one of my favorite holidays. And I have many, many, many good memories of that holiday. The problem that I have – is that now, like, we were seeing Christmas stuff go up before Halloween even happened. Yeah. We were hearing Christmas music in the mall or at Target before Halloween. Like, I was, I'm seeing sales and stuff before Halloween even happened. And then after Halloween, it was like, it may as well have been Christmas. I, I said to Abby that when you're driving from Ohio 
to Pennsylvania. There's the Interstate 71 and 76 has an interchange with I-80. I-80 runs right through Pennsylvania into New York City. There's a sign for that exit, and it says Interstate 80, New York City via Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't know the Northeast very well, you might want to look at map, but there is an entire state between Pennsylvania and New York City. Okay, but it's only New Jersey, and it okay. doesn't actually bear but, worth in acknowledging. <laughs> but it exists. <laughs> all roughly 90 <laughs> miles of it compared to Pennsylvania's 300. But it exists. And and so that's kind of what that's kind of what it feels like with all the Christmas stuff going up around Halloween mm-hmm. is like Thanksgiving is the New Jersey of this part Again, of the year. it's not worth acknowledging. The 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 history and the traditions of Thanksgiving aside, it's not the Thanksgiving itself. Okay, but like Hanukkah is also a thing. And sure. like that's also, you know, not paid attention to. And yeah. then there's, uh, I don't know, there's like eight other holidays but, but in between. No, like my, my point, though, is rushing right into Christmas and, and actually it's not rushing. I don't have a problem with how you celebrate Christmas. Mm-hmm. No, I truly don't. I, I really don't. I have a problem with going to the mall and feeling like my experience of the world, which is mediated through consumerism, Mm -hmm. not by choice, but just by necessity, because that's how we get the things that we need to function. Um, My experience of the world becomes like put on fast forward because there's a whole month that's getting erased because like we're supposed to be um experiencing christmas contemporarily at the end of october or the beginning of november and there's an entire month of november like thanksgiving aside like november is a month that is worth experiencing it's a month when the leaves are finally changing and weaving it's like a moment a month of contemplation i think Mm -hmm. before you go into like the sleep of winter um and and it feels like being forced like pushed forwards through that and just ignoring it entirely all because this is the part that bothers me all because it makes people more money Mm -hmm. that's the only reason and like that feels like such a shitty reason to change how we like we in this room we our peers we all of us are choosing to celebrate this time of year whether or not we celebrate thanksgiving whether or not we Mm -hmm. celebrate christmas whether or not we even celebrate Halloween, like our cultural expression and cultural experience is mediated through like our interaction with the places that we consume from. Yeah. The yeah. problem that I have with your problem, because it's not a problem. <laughs> like I get it, right? Yeah. It is really annoying to see things. I mean, it's like, it, it's... It's a lot, right, to be, like, overwhelmed with options um, and then feeling, like, that pressure, like, oh, shit, I got to buy this now. Like, there are some things that I know I have to buy early now because of this consumerism, and that's the kids' Christmas pajamas. Okay, hold on. Before you get to your point, I knew where you're going, but um, (laughs) Halloween stuff, three days before Halloween. Oh, yeah, it was gone. There was almost nothing left. Yeah. And, like, the day before Halloween, we went to look just for some candy because we were doing a party. And there we we all we could find was Christmas candy. Yeah, <laughs> I found two bags of 
like regular regular Halloween candy that were like tucked away in a clearance rack somewhere. Yep. And they weren't even discounted. So like that was like the the really big fuck you from the grocery <laughs> store. But um there was like they they're so they're so optimized with how they are moving their inventory mm-hmm. that we can't even like the hol- the holiday hasn't even f- happened yet and it's already like over yeah. as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and I hear you. Like that was really frustrating and it mm-hmm. is really frustrating. I've dealt yeah. with it, you know. That's why like now because I know that closer to the holidays mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to get my kids, you know, pajamas in their size right. or the matching pajamas like we like to have and all this other shit. And so yeah, it does make me buy fucking November 1st I'm buying Christmas pajamas. Um But the problem with your upset is that it's at home. You bring it home. So when October 31st is like ending and I'm like, all right, bitches, Merry fucking Christmas. Mm -hmm. And you're like, "Uh, yeah, you're going to have to pack that shit up, bitch, and put it in the closet (laughs) until after Thanksgiving. And I'm like, no, Um, because for me, like... So my grandmother, as I mentioned, she mm-hmm. passed away before I was born. She actually died on uh, on Christmas Eve. Oh, my grandmother died on Thanksgiving. Yeah, what the fuck, yeah. right? Wow. Way to pick a fucking day. Um, <laughs> and so Christmas was especially hard for my mom, who lost her mother on Christmas Eve. And yet my mom, like, did Christmas the fucking biggest way that she could possibly do Mm -hmm. Christmas. And so, you know, it wasn't, I will not say that it was a joyful time, Mm -hmm. but there was still a lot of magic about it. And that's the thing that I hold on to. And so for me, having to create that kind of magic for my children by myself, because their father, once their father and I separated, he was like, I will never, ever do Christmas. You've been forcing me into Christmas mm-hmm. this whole time. I'm never doing again. That's it. And so, he, you know, he doesn't decorate. He doesn't buy Christmas gifts. The he only, really doesn't. Nothing. Yeah, yeah nothing. Um, the only Christmas holiday magic that the kids have is wherever I am and am able to create it. I, and I will say, like, having seen you do this for three years, like, you really do such a phenomenal job with them. Thank you. I, truly, like I, uh, I mean, career-wise, you are in a much better place this year than you were three years ago. But that even is true. even three years ago, you know, you had a little Charlie Brown tree. Yeah, at my mom's. Yeah, <laughs> and like you got them, you got them some really good gifts, and they really loved them. And um, I remember you got Thaddeus. That was it, a board game. Oh, it was Sevy. Sevy, the board game. Yeah, but that was year two, I think. No, you got there was one of that was from like a YouTuber or something, right? Yeah, that was oh, your too. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um anyways, uh you you do a really like you do a really good job and the boys clearly always love it and uh I think that you're making some really great memories for them. And that's that's what I'd like to do mm-hmm. and so for them and for myself like to be able to feel this joy like me mm-hmm. like as soon as it gets cold, as soon as the right Christmas song hits, it's over for the like my whole body just goes into this like happy sobbing, mm-hmm. you know, which, yeah, I do a lot. <laughs> but like I can't help myself. Like I yeah. just get very excited about being able again, like to have the, the the wherewithal, to have the energy, to have the resources, to have the space 
wherever, however, Mm -hmm. to create this kind of wonder and magic and excitement for my own kids and for myself just to feel that joy that I don't get to feel throughout the year. Right. Um, You know, is like it is overwhelmingly good. It is all good feelings for me. And so I'm happy to extend that. And that means, you know, that I don't ignore autumn, Mm -hmm. right? But that I make space for both. Because the same way that I love the color changing in the trees and the leaves, and I love the segue between like it's 95 degrees and now it's like 50 Mm -hmm. and it's crisp and it feels transformative. that energy like that autumn energy is like very like life affirming for me and the Mm -hmm. same way that i love and appreciate and honor that during this season and even right now up until you know like it's technically christmas time (laughs) in my brain now officially because thanksgiving is fucking over um like I'm, I'm able to do both. And so, yeah, I might start buying things for Christmas. I might start, you know, listening to Christmas music a little bit in the mornings or whatever. But, like, it's really just, like, 25 days of Christmas, mm-hmm. like, starting December 1st, which a lot of people who have, like, this mindset of being rushed, yeah. um, they don't even start December 1st. Like, it's, like, the second week of December. What are the so few days to feel this kind of joy that is, like, really elusive through the regular regular days of the Mm -hmm. year um and so i like to start it early because i'm not gonna have consecutive happy joy days like there's Mm -hmm. always going to be something that comes up in the middle of it but like knowing that i can get back to you know it's like a the it's like a fun joy goal you know um (laughs) hashtag joy goals Yeah, that's a, you're welcome. Um, (laughs) And um, that for me is what I celebrate. It's not about like wanting to rush. I can't change how many days there are from Thanksgiving to Christmas or from Halloween to Christmas. Like Mm -hmm. those days are set in stone for eons and I just have to go along with them. Mm -hmm. Um, But I still love, I still love autumn. Autumn is my favorite season. Mm And I love being able to experience the joys of Christmas sooner, mostly because I wasn't able to most of my life Mm -hmm. and because it's my sole responsibility now to provide Christmas magic, holiday magic for my own kids. Um, And I want them to have that. Yeah. You know, like I want them to have like the way that you felt like the turkey coma lasted for a week. I want like Christmas magic to feel, <laughs> you know, like extended, you know, um, there are a lot of people who are like, I don't remember what the hell I got for Christmas. I just remember, you know, the good things of the season or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. that that shit does not ring true for me <laughs> because I remember most of my like most of the things that I wanted for Christmas. Mm-hmm. I remember those things mm-hmm. when I got them. Um, and like that was part of it was like having that really exciting moment of opening a bunch of stuff that you were not expecting to get and there's all surprising and great stuff and then the present that you were like really 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 fucking hoping for like that's that's part of that for me and that's why like 
Y'all don't want to go into debt for Christmas? Okay, if I know I can recover from it, I'll fucking go into debt for Christmas. <laughs> I don't give a fuck because my kids are going to remember some of the shit that they got as much as they remember, you know, the decorations or mm-hmm. the Christmas music or the way that like in the middle of a holy night, which I don't believe in any of that shit at all. I might be broke <laughs> down and cried again. Like these are things that, you know, are all going to be part of their experience and it's still part of mine. I can still remember these things for now and I want to I want to experience more of that I want to give more of that experience to my kids the the resolution that Monique and I have come to regarding how we experience this here in our house is that we are both going to uh, I guess celebrate when we're ready Mm -hmm. so so for her they she and the kids they put up um, like two of the, the fake trees that you had bought. Yep. The really cute pink one and a really cute black one. And you've decorated them today and we yes. put up like some paper chains and things. Um, at some point in December, like I'll go and I'll get like a live tree from somewhere mm-hmm. and then we'll decorate that. Um, and so you aren't going to harangue me right. about wanting to take my time and I'm not going to harass you right. about... Um, celebrating too early or anything i am going to complain about stores complain about stores you're not wrong in complaining about stores (laughs) but (laughs) but we're we're not going to hold it against each other i I think that's a good like boundaried way to do this yeah um but you know that was that was having to have like the hard conversation mm -hmm. about i don't give a shit about thanksgiving and cool that you do but like Mm -hmm. fuck it and you being like, but everybody else is rushing. Like, everybody else is ready for Christmas, and I'm just not. Like, you feeling roped into it and sucked mm-hmm. into forcing to celebrate I, and, you know. I think it's, like, the, the intensity. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to, like, I, I want to, I don't want to feel the exhaustion of trying to maintain that level of intensity for a whole fucking month. Yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> And I have stuff I have to worry about, and like I can't maintain that caliber of emotion for mm-hmm. thirty days straight. Um, God, imagine what it would be like if you were in Aries. Oh shit, man! I can't even. <laughs> I like, I do. I guess like in many things, like I do like build up to it, mm-hmm. um, and I. I think that it has its own course. Yeah. And like as it gets closer, like I will get more excited about it and I will participate more. And um, it's just like it has its own natural process. And that's I, I like to to follow that. That feels better for me. Um, I fully understand that you celebrate differently. I don't need you to celebrate it like I do. No. And yeah, yeah, I don't need you to join in on October 32nd. You don't need to be right there, like, you know, donning your Jingle Bell hat or anything. Um, and I, I think that's OK. Mm-hmm. Tell me, um, you mentioned earlier, like, you know, the big like blockbuster gift. Like, give me, give me. OK. Give me one. So um, I think I was in the first or second grade. Mm-hmm. And Magic Nursery Dolls had just come out. Magic Nursery Dolls. Okay. Magic Nursery Dolls had just come out. Okay. And they had, you know, like a bunch of different little babies. They were like these, they were like big plastic doll heads, Mm -hmm. you know, on fabric bodies. Okay. 
and they had a small like square like a little tuft of hair right um and they had they had babies that were just like in different outfits um and some of them were black and like I was like, oh, my gosh, the same color as me. Um, and some of them were white. And then they had uh, the, the fun thing about the magic nursery dolls were like that you were adopting these babies, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you'd get your adoption certificate. And then there was a little packet that was like shaped or had like a paper, water dissolvable paper, whatever. Um, and um, inside of that packet, after you like rinsed it off in water Mm -hmm. you would find out if your baby was a boy or a girl oh i remember those okay okay i think my sister had one i cried yeah physical like the need for this doll was so intense that any time any time one of these fucking commercials came on I would lose it. Like, mm-hmm. I would just cry so hard. I needed to have these dolls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, I had to. Um, and when Christmas came, I got like six of them. <laughs> 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 including, including the very brand new holiday, like, decked out for the holidays baby. Okay. So I got a bunch of them. And I was like, and I think that happened. Like, okay, so, because they kept coming out with others. They had, which is fucked up now that I'm thinking about it, but they had premature babies come out around the time of my birthday. So my mom bought me one of those babies and her birthday on the birth certificate was April 17th. Um, And I was like, oh my gosh. So with the premature baby, um, you had to put like, you had to cover their eyes with like a wet a warm wet towel or something so that their eyes would open because they were you know premature babies it's fucked up yo now that i'm really thinking about it damn son um like on, on one hand i'm like <laughs> it's nice to have that acknowledged but on the other hand it's like that's damn, some heavy shit to that's put on some a kid shit, right <laughs> okay and like now it's coming to my brain at 37 years old uh so i got one for for my birthday and then i think that christmas or maybe the next christmas after that they came out with twins and triplets and i got a set of each because of course (laughs) how many of these babies did you have Mm -hmm. i had all of them oh and they had pets and i also got the pets the pets were not my favorite yeah um but the babies i had like it's no fucking wonder that a bitch got so many kids i was just gonna say it's just like real life (laughs) it's like real life yeah Yeah. reality (laughs) imitating art um yeah so that was the that was one of the first like big ticket gifts and like even now i will every once in a while like i bought one um because like i love them so much Mm -hmm. that like i would buy i bought one on ebay for my oldest daughter i think it was a set of twins or triplets or something Mm -hmm. um and she didn't take to them as much as like i did um not quite as novel now yeah right i mean but like every once in a while i will get my ass on ebay and i will look for magic nursery dolls because of all the things in this life that i miss the most (laughs) it's those motherfuckers um so yeah that even now that one resonates (laughs) okay so and i i haven't this is my caveat here is that this is not the best I'm not ranking these, and this is not number one. This is the one that popped into my head the first Ooh. for this question. So it is the one that was most readily available to me, vividly enough to describe it. I think it was, I want to say it was 1988, and 
I was in third grade and we were sitting um, in the living room on Christmas day and my sister would have been three and as my mom and dad, I don't know if my grandparents were there yet, mm. but um, we would, I mean, I, I opened up one of my presents and it was an NES Advantage joystick controller, <laughs> which is, I don't know, if you if you know what it is, you know what it is. Mm-hmm. If you don't, it was for the original, original Nintendo, and it was like an arcade-style joystick, so it had two big red A and B buttons, and then like the ball-topped joystick. Yes. And the thing was probably like eight inches by eight inches. It had a turbo <laughs> button, it had a slow button, it had all these cool little features, and it was officially licensed by Nintendo. So it was like the real deal. And I was like, oh, this is so cool, but, like, I don't have a Nintendo. Oh, well, I guess I could take it to my friend's house. Oh, my God. I wasn't a very smart child, apparently. <laughs> I was I was gifted, but not. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I opened up two different NES cartridges. And I was also, like, it did not dawn on me that mm-hmm. someone also got me a Nintendo. <laughs> and so uh, it was Wizards and Warriors and Excitebike. Those are the two games I got. Um and then, like, I think, I don't know if it was the last present, but it's the last present I remember opening in this memory <laughs> was an NES. And I, like, f- I, I flipped out. <laughs> and I, I still remember, like, paying. I, I, I bought my first NES game. It was Double Dragon 1 for $54.99 plus oh 6% gosh. tax. And I later, several years later, I bought um, Super Mario Brothers 3 for $53.99 at KB Toys, um, games were expensive. If you adjust they're for inflation, still, that's in, like... They're still expensive. Yeah, if you adjust for inflation, <laughs> that's like $70, $80, I think. <laughs> um, but, I, I mean, like, the any the 8-bit NES is was such a huge part of my childhood mm-hmm. in so many different ways. Um, and so, like, this particular memory was, like, particularly, like, I, I think it's because I was so clueless about it. That's why it sticks out for me. Like a really big surprise. Yeah. 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 Um, like it was a surprise both because I wasn't expecting to get one, but also because like I was just thinking like, oh, well, I got these cool things I can take to my friend's house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's so cute. <laughs> so tradition wise, um, I mean, like, I grew up opening all of my gifts on, like, midnight Christmas Eve. Okay. Um, that's kind of how it was. Like, Christmas Eve was, we opened up our gifts. Um, and uh, then Christmas morning, most years, um, we would have, like, one thing that my mom had left behind or a few things that she'd left behind. Um, and then we would open those. Like, it would just be an extra surprise, mm-hmm. right, to have those. Um we would make dinner for mm-hmm. Christmas. Um, and again, it was usually us. I can remember one or two Christmases where uh, we had invited my family up mm-hmm. and they actually were there. Um, but it wasn't like a huge affair. If there was, if like we went to somebody else's house, that was kind of an anomaly. We mm-hmm. were usually at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, like, 
that was kind of it. Mm-hmm. I think for us, you know, like decorating and listening to Christmas music and stuff like we did that a couple times throughout like December mm-hmm. just to put things together, or make things or whatever. Did you do like Christmas cookies or anything? Nope. Or? We okay. never made Christmas cookies. My mom did not bake much. Yeah. Um, she like knew how she yeah. enjoyed baking, but like it wasn't the thing that she did at that point with us. Yeah. Um, and so I think that that's really the only thing that I can remember tradition wise that was really like, you know, something that we did consistently. Hmm. What about now? Like with the kids? So with the kids, you know, um, we do pajamas every Christmas Eve. We open those and a gift. It's usually like a group themed mm. gift. So like a game or mm. something that we can play with or do an activity together. Wait, describe the pajamas. Okay. So the pajamas are, they have been for the last few years because I've been buying my Christmas pajamas early. They have been matching. <laughs> And like they can be Christmas themed or not. That's usually like not a big deal. But I think that we started matching pajamas. um, I think it was the year Severus was born. So it was like Mm. 2010. Mm -hmm. Um, Or maybe it was the year. It was the year for Thaddeus or Severus. I think it was Severus when we did or Thaddeus when we did Batman pajamas because we had a Batman themed Christmas because that's what the boys demanded. And so we all had Batman pajamas, but they weren't the same. They were all just Batman pajamas. Yeah. Um, And then I was like, damn, it would be really cool if like we could do like themed pajamas, like matching pajamas. And so from then I kept trying to look for pajamas that matched, but they didn't have like, you know, the family ones that they do now. Okay. Um, And so now... I we do matching pajamas as often as we can find them. Um, And this year they are dope as fuck. Thank you, Target. (laughs) Um, And I'm really, really excited about them. Uh, And, you know, I ask the kids every year, like come October, November, I'm like, yo, you know, it's coming up on that time. Do you want to participate in holiday pajamas? And do you want them to match if I can get them to? And every year I wait with bated breath for one of them to say no. (laughs) And thank goodness so far that has not happened. (laughs) They've all been pretty stoked about it. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's the holiday pajamas for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah, it like, I like for them to have like a good Christmas Eve. And so we do Santa tracking on Google. Mm-hmm. Um, and because we didn't really do Santa in its traditional sense, we did Elf on the Shelf also not in its traditional sense. Like we did Elf on the Shelf as like a kindness and an activity elf, um, and without all those rules like we read the book and I wanted to fucking burn that shit it was fucking awful and I'm gonna say it and y'all can go ahead and say whatever the fuck you want about me I don't care if you are using like elf on the shelf or Santa as a behavioral tool you're doing it the fucking wrong way okay I don't care you can you can fucking come for me my kids curse I've got plenty of things that you can shit on but like that is shitty. Um, and so, you know, we found other ways to, like, make these traditions really fun. But the one thing that we really love is Santa tracking and finding where is Santa and learning about their holiday um their holidays Mm -hmm. you know what do they celebrate in december it's sometimes it's not even fucking christmas Mm. (laughs) um and learning about like you know their traditions i never considered for a moment that someone who doesn't celebrate christmas would not get visited by santa right but that would make more sense (laughs) 
So Santa doesn't have to visit every household in the world. Right. Just most, some of them. Right. But because, yeah. you know, everything is so centered around Christmas yeah. and Santa, well, and you start thinking, oh, he's going to everybody's house, right. everybody around right. the world. How is that possible? Right. Like, but that's, you know, not the case. Anyway, so we learn something new about another holiday, um, another origin, mm. tradition or whatever. Um, and their snacks, especially like we like to learn about like their traditional holiday foods or their traditional yeah. December foods. Food is the great uniter. It I think. really is fantastic. Yeah. That's some. I mean, we have you know we've read some things that are maybe not appetizing sounding to sure. us, um, but you know if it's part of their like cultural norm, it's really cool to like be able to tell the kids like yeah maybe this doesn't sound great to us, but like. This is something that folks eat, and that's mm -hmm. really great. Um, it's kind of like a, like learning how to appreciate another culture that is different, differences mm -hmm. in this way. Um, and, like, we get to play the Santa games on Google. Like, mm -hmm. big ups to Google for, like, beating the <laughs> shit out of that NORAD Santa because that shit is boring as fuck. Okay? Google Santa is cute, and it's got games. It's so, like, engaging. <laughs> Um, so we I, do that. I think that of all the ways for a private enterprise mm -hmm. to kind of celebrate a holiday, I appreciate that one yeah. because it's like, it's really not self-serving. There's no sales. They're not pushing Google's products or whatever. No. Real, I mean, like well, Santa tracking sure is using Google Maps. Yeah. So I guess, <laughs> I guess in a way maybe, but it's, it's just fun and it's centered on the experience of fun. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, whenever the kids wake up on Christmas morning, we open all the things and mm -hmm. then I pray that I can get a nap in at some point <laughs> during Christmas Day. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, those are our big, big traditions. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, I should preface this with my, my family is a large family. Mm -hmm. So we have like my mom's side, we have my stepdad's side, and then we have my father's side. Most of my Christmas is centered on my mom's and my stepdad's side, <clears throat> but predominantly my mom's side. Right. Um, so Christmas stuff like is kind of like a long fade into Christmas throughout mm -hmm. December, like I mentioned before. Um, usually like a week, maybe 10 days before Christmas Day, my mom and my aunt will get, would get together and do Christmas cookies. It was an all-day affair. Wow. My, my mom is a very, very good baker. Like yeah, she she makes she has always made like really exceptional food. And I don't think that I really understood how lucky I was until I was older. And I realized that most people's moms didn't do that. Yeah, <laughs> But they would they would make they would make peanut butter fudge, like chocolate peanut butter fudge. They'd make peanut brittle. They would do um, uh, like cookie cutter cookies. Mm -hmm. They did these like Christmas tree cookie press cookies. Um, they would do chocolate chip cookies. It was like all kinds of stuff. And then she would always make me a plate of cookies for my teacher, for my oh homeroom teacher in school. Um, and like, I, I am, I'm sure they were always very grateful because the, the shit was the bomb. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and, yeah. So, uh, the abundance of cookies and things that would be made would always get brought to like Christmas day stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Christmas when it finally got to Christmas Eve, uh, we in the evening, we would 
pretty much always go to like a Christmas Eve church service. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't particularly care for going to church for many reasons. It was Presbyterian, so like it wasn't like flagellating, you know, (laughs) guilty kind of stuff. But but at the same time, it was also I just it didn't interest me. It's kind of boring. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was just like I didn't give a fuck. But the Christmas service was cool because they would have the bell choir and they would play songs and then there would usually be some kind of like um like skit or play or something about like the nativity or whatever yeah. and then then there would be like the silent night thing where they would everybody would have a candle and then the, the flame would get passed around and then you'd all hold their candles up and it would make the whole congregation with all the lights down it That's would all light dangerous. up no no it was it was fine <laughs> these were like tiny candles um it was really beautiful like i mean that was like of all the services that I'd go to, that was the one, like, I really didn't mind. Yeah. Um, and then afterwards, we'd go to my stepdad's mom's house, which was, like, right up the street. And we would have, like, uh, there'd be, like, just some hors d'oeuvres and cider and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just, I think there'd be, like, cold cuts or something. Yeah. You know. It's, like, late night stuff. Um, my one grandmother would always get Andy's Candies. Uh, in the little box and so andy's candies with their like tight wrappers Mm -hmm. not the large sealed wrappers like the kind where it's like folded like a present Mm -hmm. yeah that kind that will always be that memory for me yeah um and then we would be there till probably like nine or ten and then we'd go home and I would try to go to bed. Yep. <laughs> Sometimes, especially as I got into like my teen years and it was harder to go to bed, I would like read for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was younger, though, we would like, you know, write a letter and put out cookies for Santa. And then I would get up in the morning. And when I was younger, like when I was like single digits and then early tens before I became a teenager, I would be the first one up. Yeah, of course. And then after I became a teenager, my siblings would wake me up yeah. because I would always just be really tired. Oh, mm-hmm. um, but holy shit, like Christmas morning, we would wake up and we'd get up there and the tree, it, I mean, it would be like boxes, like wrapped presents looking like they were assaulting the tree. Yeah. Like, like it was just the the living room would be almost entirely full with stuff. Yeah. And my, my, in the same way that your mom did, my mom also would just go all out. Yep. And really make the day special. So we would um, we would do stockings first, mm-hmm. and then we would like open the presents. And at first, usually like the first half, it would be like one at a time, like passing them around. Yeah, and yeah. I always really enjoyed getting to hand the gifts that I picked for people. Oh, that's um, so cute. And in you know when I was younger and didn't have a job, <laughs> they would be very basic. Um, but when I was older, especially like in my early twenties, like I. I think I gave some very thoughtful gift. I've given art that I've made. Um, I gave uh, my my brother does a lot of stuff with like building things, like mm-hmm. woodworking, and like he owns a construction company now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but when I think he was, I think he was like seventeen, maybe. Um, I did a sketch of two C clamps, and they were arranged to look like his initials. And I have a I have a picture of it, but I don't have the. I mean, I gave him the thing, so yeah. I think he still has it. Uh, anyways, I, I, 
I have, I'm kind of notorious for packaging my gifts in a way that makes them very difficult oh, to guess. yeah, you fucker. Yeah, my sister's probably told you stories about me. I, I have done like the box in a box in a box in a box. Uh-huh, I've heard. I've done, <laughs> I would take film canisters and put screws in them so that if you shake it, it rattles. Oh my God. Um, I've done, like, I, I for you. You did it for me last, last year, year. Last year, I got you a Starbucks cup. Yes. And then I got you a thing of like, like caramel popcorn. Mm-hmm. And the caramel popcorn was like a cylinder, and I put like a tiny little straw-shaped thing on top of it, mm-hmm. so it would look like a Starbucks cup yep. because they're roughly the same size. And then the Starbucks cup, I took the lid off and I put it inside of a box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I I posted this on Facebook for tagged like the the mutuals that we had, and I was like, none of you can say anything, or I will find you, but. Like, this is what I'm doing for her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so great. It was really great and also infuriating. Yeah. Because I thought for sure when I opened up the popcorn that I was opening the Starbucks tumbler. Yeah. And, like, the popcorn was delicious as fuck. And I was really <laughs> excited about that, too. But I was like, damn, now I got to go buy the Starbucks tumbler. <laughs> and then I opened it. And I was yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> Um, so we would, we would open presents for a while and at some point my mom would put breakfast in the oven. Uh, I don't know when this tradition started, but as far as I can remember every year, we would have a, an egg casserole and sticky buns. Mm -hmm. And the sticky buns are, they're not cinnamon rolls, but they have a flavor similar to cinnamon rolls. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's some place called like monkey bread. It's kind of similar to that. It's like frozen rolls, but with like a like vanilla cinnamon glaze like mixed in with it. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very good. I did pull a crown off my tooth one year because oh they all they are so sticky. <laughs> um, but that would be like we would have that, and then there usually be like an hour or two where we could kind of like chill out, you know, clean up, um, get our stuff away, start like getting excited about the stuff that we just got. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we would go to my aunt's house. So that would be my stepdad's sister. And then we would do another Christmas there. Right. And there would be like a Christmas dinner. There would be like a small gift exchange. Um, and then we'd be there like the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. And then see my cousins and catch up with my family. Um, and then we would go back home. And then the 26th, mm-hmm. we would go to New Jersey to my mom's family. Right. And this would be like a whole day affair. We would go there in the morning. And then we would have, uh, we would get there and like, hi, hi, everybody. Um, and there would be just like, just general socializing and stuff. Yeah. Um, more family would arrive as the day went on. In the evening, we would have dinner. Um, it would be like, not Thanksgiving sized, mm-hmm. but like, similar feeling okay. just like less less food yeah but similar feeling like mm-hmm. a special kind of dinner there'd be a fire lit etc um and then after dinner there would be like desserts um usually some wine for the adults and uh-huh. then um and then we would get together in the living room and it would be like like us and my uncles and aunts and my grandparents and whoever else you know also showed up and we would do a gift exchange and there would always be somebody would be given a rubber chicken. Mm-hmm. I don't know when that tradition started either, but it was a traveling chicken. Right. So whoever got it would give it to someone else the next year. Mm-hmm. 
and there would also be a gag gift exchange where my my grandmother was a used to be an elementary school teacher and so she would always write like these cute little poems mm-hmm. on the gag gifts and then it would be a, a hint about what it was and but she would package them in weird packages right um like there was socks but it was in like a pyramid shaped package oh my gosh yeah um <laughs> God, where still... do you get that from <laughs> <laughs> i the the shawnee mug that i have yes is uh, one of those oh wow yeah uh, a couple years, especially after I got my license, um, I would go up and visit my dad mm-hmm. in um, like downstate New York. Um, and so I would like see some family up there. That was always great, too. Uh, I, what we do now, though, um, it kind of varies. I mean, my grandparents passed away, you know, a little over a decade ago. Um, and like my mom and grandmother just passed away recently. So like. All those traditions are gone um and my family hasn't like settled on a specific tradition we do try we have been getting together with my sisters um which has been fun and like we don't have the same kind of like year after year tradition like we used right. to um my my kid's mom and i we alternate so she's has them this year they're going to go out to see her family we we will get a tree like a like a live tree um, I want to like put all the presents under it like we did last year. Hmm. See, um, that's that's where we differ. <laughs> you don't want to put the presents. I under don't it. put the. Ch- no, oh, I, I mean, put... I mean for the day. Oh, for like, on Christmas Day. Yeah. Yeah, I don't put them out beforehand. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, so my my family we would put like the the person to person gifts mm-hmm. would be put under the tree early, uh. and then the Santa gifts would be the ones that would appear magically. Ah. It was. I was fully into my 20s, maybe my 30s, before I finally found out where my mom kept all the gifts. Damn. She was that good. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't think even even in my 20s, like she, you know, she would never tell me about it. But yeah. it was when my kids were there. That's when she like oh, showed me like and I helped secrets. her. I helped her put the <laughs> gifts out. It was it was like it was, it was kind of trippy, man. He saw where the sausage was made. Yeah, yeah. And then here's the funniest part. So the cookies that we would put out, right? Um, when I was a kid, we put mm. the cookies out, and like one of them would have a bite out of it and be on the plate. Yeah. And the rest of them would be gone. And I don't know why I thought this, but it was always like, oh, like you know, like okay, I know it's my mom. Right. And she's like eating all those cookies. Right. And when I was helping her put the stuff out the night. She would take a bite out of the cookie and then she put the rest of them back into the box where they came from. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Yeah, I ate them. <laughs> but also. That, that makes a lot more sense. That <laughs> felt really dumb. <laughs> we do, we'll do cookies. Like we, yeah. we've baked cookies um, a couple of years in a row now. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we don't bake them, we'll buy them and we will leave them out. Even though, you know, again, we didn't really do traditional Santa in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really important to me that like my kids didn't spoil somebody else's mm-hmm. idea of Santa. And so again, it was like one of those things, like there are lots of kids who believe that Mm -hmm. santa you know is still around and so what we did was we learned about like saint nicholas Mm -hmm. um and how like santa evolved from that Mm. 
into what Sita it Klaus. is. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, we went through all of those iterations. Um, and I was like, but, you know, a lot of people believe that, you know, Santa pops in the middle mm-hmm. of the night, drops off your present, and then dashes, right? Um, and it's not okay for us to go around and tell them that their beliefs, their things that they're honoring and celebrating are wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as I know, there was not any spoiling. Um, I remember at some point, I think I think my 13-year-old was maybe like nine. Mm-hmm. Um, and somebody had told severus who's younger mm-hmm. you know um that uh santa wasn't real wait what yeah some kid in severus's class had told sevi that Santa's like santa real? wasn't real yes that's what i'm saying that's correct the fuck, man? i'm sorry sorry to burst your bubble um just now finding and <laughs> and like even though severus was like whatever you know mm. duh um you know sevi got like really upset about it because he's like you can't you can't do that like yeah. that's not an okay thing to do and so mackie <laughs> being the big brother mm-hmm. um, was like, yeah, that was a real dick move. Like you can't, you can't like that's, that's fucked up. And like Mackie was like upset about this for days. Like he was just surprised. like, right. Yeah. Like very like indignant about it. Like, I can't believe this kid told Sevi that Santa wasn't real. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, man, like I hear you. Like I appreciate you protecting your brother like this, but <laughs> he also is, he is rage in search of a machine. He is. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was like, but, you know, really, you know, we don't do Santa in that in that sort of traditional sense. Like mm-hmm. we learned about like the origin. Da, 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 da. Um, but he's like, yeah, but, you know, he upset Sevi because Sevi wanted to protect his friends. And I'm like, my man, like Sevi was over it like yeah. 10 minutes later. Like, yeah. it's cool. Like, I appreciate it. Um, so there was no spoiling from my children that I am aware of. Mm-hmm. Um Thank goodness we're not doing it now because and like I don't have any like children who do believe in Santa because Caesar would absolutely 100 percent be like he totally would. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He would ruin that shit in the most heartless way he could find. He totally would. (laughs) Unless unless it was someone else trying to ruin it for one of his brothers, in which case he would Mm -hmm. suddenly become Santa's Mm -hmm. biggest stand. Oh, yeah. Then, yeah, Yeah. he would like 100 percent start making like hand making signs and be like Santa, you know, like all about it. Um, uh, yeah, so I guess we haven't really figured out how to do holidays together, um, because we really haven't had them like, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and this year we're not going to have all the kids together. So we'll probably do something like before your kids take off and before you take off. Um, and you know, the kids and I will just do Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, as far as like building traditions and stuff oh, like I'll, that together. I'll be here on Christmas Day. Oh. Well, I, that fucking sucks. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm joking. <laughs> Would so love for you to be here. <laughs> um, uh, so, like, we haven't built any traditions or anything like that together. And mm-hmm. I think that, again, that'll probably just be a thing that takes time. The yeah. more that we do this, you know, um, for the first few years. I, you know, well, for the first two years, I had to have it at my mom's house because mm-hmm. I was living, we were living together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my ex, the kid's dad was still kind of not happy about all that yeah. um, and wouldn't let them visit 
or you know whatever yeah. and so we had to have christmas at my mom's and so we you and i were usually separated and we did separate things for christmas yeah um, but, but i was there for the second one uh i think i was there for the first one too wasn't it you were there for the first one for like a little while like you hung out with us i think on christmas eve for a bit or maybe something like that or one of those days and then you but the second year i remember making cookies the first year no so the first year i made the cookies but you oh, helped me because yeah. I, I got you the spoon and everything yeah yeah that's right yeah, um and you. so the second year you were there like mm-hmm. overnight Mm-hmm. Um, like you yeah. had Christmas with us. You right. helped me put the presents out. I got the pajamas. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's, right. that's right. We got we got you some pajamas as well. I had some NASA pants. And yeah. A NASA shirt. <laughs> um, we did the best we could, yeah. given that we weren't sure that like we were gonna spend Christmas together, and that yeah. was the first one that we spent together. And then right. last year, I was in my apartment, and um, but you we came did, over. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we did have like the boys and I had Christmas um, at my apartment, and then. We came over and spent Christmas Day or like mm-hmm. the, I think, with you and yeah. the kids. And that was like the first time that the kids had spent Christmas together. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really cool. And this year we'll do it a little differently. And so like while while I like things to be the same, like I'm not going to say that I'm a control pre- freak, but I definitely <laughs> panicked a little bit. Don't you laugh so hard, please. Um, I maybe panicked a little bit when somebody tried to put a red ornament on my pink Christmas tree when it actually goes on the black Christmas tree. But, you know, um, for certain things, like That's I think... That's not an exaggeration. It's not. For certain things, having this kind of flexibility... Mm-hmm. Um, is pretty great. Like we already know that every year until my kids are adults or they are done with Christmas, they're going to be spending Christmas with me. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's 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 all. Uh, But like I know that you have like your own family things that you guys do. And like, you know, the kids have having the alternating schedule with their mom. Mm -hmm. And like I think that it's important to honor all of that and be flexible. And so I think that finding traditions that work with that Mm -hmm. with flexibility in mind and joy in mind and just whatever togetherness we're able to create is okay so for like all the ways that i'm very like rigid and regimented (laughs) for this i'm just like yeah whatever we'll chill when we chill it'll be great right um and so far like i think that like you know we have interesting plans and ideas and you know maybe we'll build something off of that for um for Halloween this year, Target had matching family pajamas again, mm-hmm. which, you know, I was not expecting. But I walked in that bitch and I was like, skeletons? Well, obviously. All of us have skeletons. Right. Pajamas. But yeah. originally, I had only bought skeletons for myself and my children. And yeah. my kids were pissed. They were <laughs> like, why didn't you get Aaron and his kids pajamas too? They're part of our family. And I'm like, yo. What? Look, first of all, these fuckers <laughs> are like twenty dollars each. For, I was like, damn, right? Um, but also, I mean, in a like, yes, they're right. This is, you know, we I we cannot keep, you know, going back and forth on like, are we a family or are we not a family? Mm-hmm. You know, um, so sharing our traditions with you is a big thing for mm-hmm. these kids and for and for me. Yeah. And so, yeah, sure as fuck, I went right back out there and we bought three more pairs of fucking skeleton pajamas and now we all have skeleton pajamas $60 it was a lot of money yeah um but 
it was totally worth it for like I think the one time that we all yeah. maybe accidentally wore them no, at the same purpose. time. Was it? Was it? On purpose. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and that was great. It, it was, was great. After thing, after nobody though. fucking would sit down for a picture because they're rude and nobody appreciates or respects my picture needs <laughs> as much as I do. Um, but it was still really fantastic. And I did not like I asked this year if Aaron wanted pajamas for him and the kids and Aaron is like no like please for the love of God do not get me those fucking constricting ass motherfuckers because yeah, they I, are hot yeah. <laughs> my, my body runs warm yeah and I just full body pajamas just not my thing and like totally acceptable yeah. right like but you know Hopefully this year, like nobody yells at me because I did not explain to the kids yet that I also did not get pajamas <laughs> for Aaron and the kids because yeah. they don't want them. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's nice to be able to share the tradition. Um, but, you know, we're also not going to force y'all into yeah. it yeah. like the Halloween pajamas. We kind of had to. Um, yeah. So I think that it's fun. You know, we are you're going to share baking with us mm-hmm. this year. And my boys like to bake. So I'm mm-hmm. sure that'll be exciting. And yeah. I look forward. I'm to looking, creating things <laughs> i'm looking forward to like prepping a bunch of recipes and like all of us working on this together <sighs> um so yeah holidays are weird and i'm glad that we get to do them together and mm-hmm. figure this stuff out as you know chaotic and funny and shit as they can be so <laughs> uh I don't know when we're going to do another episode. I know that at some point we talked about doing the card exchange again. We're probably not going to do that shit. Like, I just don't think we have the time or the space or the energy for it. Um, It's hard to plan that. mm -hmm. I I really love the idea. And I encourage all of you to hand make cards for people because you just should. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a good it's a good thing. Um, I also know that it's hard to make time to do that. Mm -hmm. I would like to do that, at least for some people this year. Um, But yeah yeah um but you know we're around and we're on the twitters and i'll I'll say this much anyone who is interested in card exchanging with me or with monique nah um with aaron all right anyone who wants a card exchange with me i will 100 percent make a card and send it back to you just um i guess dm monique on twitter for the address or aaron Talk to Aaron about the cards. You can tell me you want to send me a card, I I guess. I do not I was saying if they wanted a surprise. Oh. I do not check my Twitter DMs that much. Okay. Like, I will, like, when I get the little alert, and sometimes I don't even get the alert, but when I get it, I look at it, and if it's not from you or someone that I know know, Mm -hmm. I don't even fucking, I don't. Okay. Look, if you're interested in doing an exchange, just, like, message or mention us, the account. Yeah, on, on or either podcast yeah. on Twitter, um, like tag us saying that you want to, and then if you send a card, I will send one back. Yeah, I don't have time. Yeah, um, I will do it though. But promise. Aaron will. Yeah. You'll probably get it next year. But Aaron will no, make no, no. you a card. I will be timely. <laughs> I, if you if you sign one, I will be timely. I will get it back to you within a few days. Promise. Um, and yeah, otherwise, like I might, you know, throw my name on that bitch like I had something to do with it, but I don't have time. It's going to say Monique helped by saying and anyone <laughs> who knows you on Facebook <laughs> will knows know what that, what that means. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's we, Monique has a whole album of her. It's called Monique helping. Yes. And it's all of her 
standing with her hands up and smiling <laughs> in the foreground while I'm in the background doing something. Changing a tire, Changing gardening. Changing a tire, gardening. Raking, the trash shoveling. Out, raking, shoveling. <laughs> putting something together. I am very helpful. Yeah. Yes. yes. And that's exactly that's exactly yeah. what this Christmas card thing right. is going to be like. Oh, it's perfect. So if you would like a handmade card, um, you can just reach out to us. You know what? You don't even have to send me one. If you just reach out to us directly, I will make you one. Ah, that's cute. Yeah. Aaron really makes the best cards. So if you want a handmade card, you want it from Aaron. Yeah, but like, you, ha- you have to tag us, though. Like, yeah, you have to, like... <laughs> you have to let us know somehow. You have to let us know that you want it because <laughs> I need your address so I can mail it to you or wh- wherever you want me to send it. Um, but, yeah, I will do that, though. Yeah, and that would be cool. Um, otherwise, you know, maybe we'll see you in December and maybe we'll see you next year. But, you know, we hope that any holidays that you are celebrating are fantastic and full of yeah. joy and allow you to bring your whole selves to the table. Um, and if not, you're more than welcome at our place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, you should follow us at Anon underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. Unun underscore. Yeah, unun. Un, un. I don't listen. I don't think that listen, true. I did not. I just needed a placeholder. No, I, know. I know. You know. Yeah. And we have a Facebook too, right? Facebook. Oh yeah, we do. Fucking, I hate Facebook. Facebook.com slash under under unexpected undertaking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can follow me at Armahillo on Twitter. I don't use Instagram anymore. I am on Glass. Uh, it's for the few people that are on there. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. Um, it's FOMO. <laughs> Fear of missing obligations. Shut up. <clears throat> We're not talking about that no, here. It's spelled F-A-U-X-M-E-A-U-X. Yes. And then I'm the reverse of that or the whatever on Instagram. It's... To use the stories and everything. It's mofo. And I'm, yeah, I'm really active on my Instagram stories because that's fun. And also because like I don't put everything on my feed anymore <laughs> right but she is mofo m-e-a-u-x f-a-u-x on instagram on instagram yeah, yeah. um i wouldn't I DM am technically me there also either. on instagram uh, also at army hello but i don't post there yeah and don't tag him in anything because like I won't he'll see never see it and, st- and the stories don't he does not stories i do not do stories yeah. you don't do anything except for yelling on twitter I do a lot of yelling on Twitter. Yeah, that's about <laughs> it. Um, and that's okay. You know, that's how you do social media. That's that's all right. We're we're coming to terms <sighs> with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we are easily accessible mm-hmm. for card making. Aaron yeah. will make your card and I will help. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for listening. Uh, it's been a long episode. I hope the sound was okay. I'm going to try to make sure it's all right after this is done. And we'll uh, see you next time. Yeah, but if it sucks, you can lie to us. Thanks. Yeah. No, don't lie to us. <laughs> bye. You can say bye. Ew, bye. <laughs>